Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. Benji Kelly and New Hope Church. Dr. Kelly is leading us through a new series called At the Movies as we're seeking to find the holy in Hollywood. Now here's Dr. Kelly with this week's message, At the Movies. Hey, New Hope Church, welcome to At the Movies. We are standing here on King Street in downtown Charleston, South Carolina, right in front of the theater where Allie and Noah had their very first date. Now, let me just speak to the dudes in the house for a moment. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, we're going to do a chick flick. This is the one and only chick flick that we're doing. And yes, we're doing this for the women in the house. But listen to me, guys. You love dudes movies just like I do, because when we go to dudes movies like Gladiator, Braveheart, come on now, one of the Rockies, we walk out of the movie. We strut like a man, we talk like a man, we want to act like a man. When women watch chick flicks and we join them in that journey, listen to me, they walk out and they want to act like a woman, they want to talk like a woman, they want to strut like a woman. And hear me, guys, this can only end well for you. But this is not your typical chick flick. This is a movie about marriage. Marriage at its best, marriage at its worst. The decisions that we make in the midst of our dating. And this is a movie about the earthiness of relationships, about the raw struggles that we face in our relationships. And this is an incredible movie that teaches us, if we will lean in and we will listen, it teaches us about love and how we embrace that love and how we live out that love as God's people in a relationship. I've often defined marriage as this, and if you're taking notes, grab your pen. Marriage is two imperfect people, come on church, serving and loving a perfect God. For better or worse, until death us do part. Now just think about that for a moment. Two imperfect people serving a perfect God. For better or worse, and until death us do part. Allie and Noah will teach us a lot about that today. They will teach us the good and the bad. The beautiful and the ugly. And they will teach us about love. I'm not talking about the kind of warm, fuzzy love that we see bubbling up all over our culture today. You know, you see it on the bumper stickers, the slogans, love wins. No, no, no. Not talking about that. That's agape love. And we talk about that a lot in the church world, agape love. That's the general concept of love that makes the world a better place. Not even talking about the second kind of love, the Greek word philos. That's actually the friendship kind of love. That's what we studied in the book of Revelation when we studied what God's word says to the church at Philadelphia. No, today, the notebook, we're talking about eros. Eros, that romantic kind of love, that love that If you ask my humble opinion, as I meet with couples all the time, many marriages need a dose. They need a shot in the arm, if you will, of eros. Romantic, passionate, 
intimate love. And if there has ever been a movie that teaches us about this eros, this romantic, passionate love that most of us deeply desire anyway, it is the movie titled The Notebook. You know, as a pastor, I get the awesome privilege of presiding over weddings all the time. And I always love that point in the service when I say these words. And I ask the couples to repeat after me. I, Benji, take you, Amy Lynn. Why don't you think about how you would fill in the blank? I, your name, take you, your spouse's name, to be my wedded husband or my wedded wife, to have and to hold, to love and to cherish, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, and forsaking all others so long as we both shall live, I pledge you my faith. And I don't care how jaded you are, how skeptical you are, if you listen to those words, there is something that just rises up inside of you that longs for that kind of love that goes the distance until death us do part, for better or for worse. The notebook will teach us a lot about that today. And again, the reason I love this movie is it's just so real. It's so raw. It's not some phony Hollywood version of marriage. Couples don't get up and their breath is fresh and they wake up out of the bed with makeup. No, 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 no. In the notebook, it's real. It's gritty. It's raw. It's true to life. It has both the good and the bad, the beautiful and the ugly. And it will teach us today. In fact, I hope it will inspire us today to press on in a God-honoring kind of love. Because again, church, hear me, marriage, marriage is two imperfect people serving a perfect God for better, for worse, until death us do part. I pray that for you today. Even if you're not even married, I pray that for you one day. If you are married, I pray that your marriage would go the distance. I pray that you would understand the humanity and the earthiness of your spouse. That you would have a forgiving spirit. And that this church, New Hope Church, would be recognized as a body of believers that takes seriously the marriages of God, the Holy matrimony two imperfect people come on church serving a perfect god for better or worse until death do us part this clip has been excluded due to copyright law unbelievable one of the reasons why i love the notebook is because it's just so earthy it's so raw it's so real. I love this scene where Allie kind of breaks up with Noah and she yells and she's screaming and she's saying things she will regret. And then Noah jumps into the truck to leave and she's like, oh, oh wait, we're not really breaking up, are we? And this movie, this relationship actually gives us a glimpse of unfair fighting. We have to be very careful with our words. Words are a lot like toothpaste in a tube. When they leave, you can't bring them back. 
If I were to take this toothpaste and squeeze it out of this tooth, the truth is I could not get that toothpaste back in. And that is the same way it is with words. And so dating people, married people, we must learn to be very, very careful with our words. The last thing I would say about unfair fighting is something that has actually been very popular, very prevalent in the culture these days in mainstream media, and it is domestic violence. Allie, she's a spark plug. She is a fireball, and she goes off on Noah, and she's hitting him. And I want you to notice something, men. Noah never hit her back. Noah never hit her back. And in a day and age where domestic violence is becoming more and more and more of an issue, men of God don't hit women. Did you hear me? Listen, dude, you're stronger than a woman. The Bible speaks to the way in which we are to treat a woman. First Peter 3 would actually point out that we are to treat women with respect, man. We don't hit our women. And in this powerful scene, Noah stands there and he will not hit this woman that he loves. And it gives me a chance to say that Ali was not right in hitting Noah. But we as men and women in the faith of God, we learn to fight fair. We learn to speak with our words. Sure, we can share how we feel. Sure, we can address issues. But we address issues and we don't beat down our spouses with our words. And we never, ever, ever hit our husband. We never, men, hit our wives. So let's fight fair. And let's be all that God wants us to be in the marriage relationship. This clip has been excluded due to copyright law. You know, when you think about it, other than our decision to follow Jesus Christ and experience eternal salvation, the most important decision we will ever make is the decision around who we are going to marry. Allie had this monstrous decision to make. Would she marry Lon or would she marry Noah? Would she follow her heart and marry Noah? You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 4.23, it says, above all else, guard your heart. Above all else, guard your heart. And this movie pulls back the shades, if you will, and helps us understand that on two main levels. If you're going to guard your heart, you have to realize that that impacts who you date. That impacts how romantically involved you get with a person, and that by all means impacts what you do in terms of physical intimacy and sexuality. Guard your heart. And Allie did not do a very good job with that. Nor did Noah, as he waited for Allie to make these important decisions, he would have these one-night flings. He didn't guard his heart, nor did he guard the heart of those that he was romantically involved. You see, Proverbs 4.23 teaches us to guard our hearts. But then on another layer, it reminds us that as Christ followers, 
We are to care and love people. Therefore, we are to guard their heart as well. The second thing I believe this movie thrusts our way is the principle of leave and cleave. Now, that's not original with me. That goes all the way back to Genesis. And in Genesis 2, 24, the Bible says that a man will leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife. Listen to me, church. And the two shall become one. Everybody say leave. Now everybody say cleave. It's the leave and cleave principle. And in this moment, in this movie, Allie had to decide, and it was a hard decision for her. Would she leave her parents? Would she leave her mother? Would she cleave to Noah? She had to, if you will, cut the umbilical cord. Parents, this is a good word for us. You see, the truth is, many of us cut the umbilical cord when we had children. And then we raised them. But once the parenting process is done, hear me, we have to cut the umbilical cord again. And we have to let go. We can't be domineering. We can't be overly protective. We can't be dominating and controlling like Allie's mother was. Sure, we still influence. Sure, we still speak into and give advice when our children ask for it. But at the end of the day, they're going to have to live with their decisions. And young person, at the end of the day, you have to decide based upon what's going to make you happy. What's going to bring you joy? And what's going to enable you to grow a marriage that goes the distance? The notebook actually helps us understand that the best love, God's kind of love, it awakens the soul. It causes us to reach for more. It puts a passion in our hearts. And it's not always easy, but true love is worth the choice, and it is a choice to guard your hearts. And it's worth the choice and the discipline to leave your parents and cleave to that who God calls you to marry until death do you part. This clip has been excluded due to copyright law. I don't know about you, but I think we just saw one of the most touching death scenes in modern-day movies. Unbelievable as Ali and Noah lay down together and they pass from this world into the next. It's so good to welcome you here to Ali's house. This is where she grew up with the southern money. But she chose Noah. She followed her heart. And if you just think about where we've been today, they learned maybe the hard way, yes, but they learned to guard their heart. They learned to follow their hearts. And then they, they might have fought unfairly, but they taught us in doing so how to fight fairly, how to use our words appropriately. The Bible says, build one another up and encourage one another. Don't tear them down with your words. I'm glad you've been with us today, and I hope the journey has blessed you. And if you're sitting with your spouse, I want to invite you to do something. I want to invite you right now to simply grab their hand. And I want you to imagine 
how sweet it could be to make it through the seasons of life, the good, the bad, the messy, the ugly, until you get to the end of it all and you pass from this world into the next. You know, I've come to believe that marriage really is about a series of seasons. My wife and I just celebrated 20 years. And as I think back upon our journey, and we're still on the journey with a long way to go, it's a series of seasons. There's the romance season. That's when a couple gets married. He says, we love each other. She says, we're a match made in heaven. It's the romance stage. Everything is wonderful. And they slip into the reality stage. It's not a bad stage. The truth is, it's a necessary stage. They start to understand that each person is not perfect. They start to understand that that person cannot fulfill their deepest desires. That person cannot fulfill their deepest needs. Listen to me, church. Only Christ Jesus can do that. But couples traditionally go from romance to reality, and they slip into this third stage, and this is where the marriage relationship gets very tricky. They slip into what we might call the resentment stage. It's here in the resentment stage that if you're not careful, you'll throw in the towel. You'll be actually tempted to move to what I've called the Q-zone before, the quit zone. And you quit on the most important human relationship in your life. It's here in the resentment season, the resentment stage that the enemy Satan himself will try to tempt you to say, you know what, forget about it. I married the wrong person. It's over. I'm done. And you know, as I think about a powerful verse of scripture that I believe couples learn to embody if they're going to go the distance, it's found in Colossians chapter 3. And in Colossians 3, the Bible says this, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, Clothe yourselves with compassion. Listen to these words here. Compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Verse 13. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any one of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Verse 14. And over all these virtues, put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. What would it look like for you and your marriage to actually bind together in love and perfect unity? To have a forgiving spirit. To be so committed to one another that you're loyal and you're faithful and you're going to press through these seasons and can you just imagine how beautiful it could be on the other side? The blessings that will await you if you simply hang in there, realizing that this too shall pass. For the couples who will press through this difficult season, they enter the final stage, the final season that I call the renew season. It's here that Couples actually renew their vows to one another, not necessarily in an official ceremony, but they get up daily and they still say, you know what, I still do. Till death us do part. 
for better or worse, I renew my commitment to you. I renew my love to you. And church, these seasons can actually cycle back through time and time and time again from the romance to the reality to the resentment to the renew. But happy marriages, faithful marriages, fulfilling marriages that go the distance, they make their way through these seasons time and time and time again until they, like Ali and Noah, can pass from this world into the next together. And there is no more God-honoring, fulfilling relationship than a marriage that goes the distance. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about the ministries of New Hope Church, just stop by one of our campuses anytime or visit us online at newhopechurch.org. If you have any prayer requests, please send those to prayers at newhopenc.org and our pastors and staff will stand with you in prayer. Thanks for being a part of our church family and we hope you'll join us next week.